Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This time I have Julia Kino, poet, writer, creative, uh, who organizes uh, our club's poetry night. Real cool character, real cool conversation. We went um, to a lot of different topics, which makes for a great podcast, in my opinion. So I hope you enjoy. Julia Kino, everybody. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Styles Talking. And today I have Julia. What's your last name? Kino. Did I say your first name right? Yeah, Ju- yeah. Julia Kino. Yeah. Julia Kino. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm terrible with names. Um, thank you for being on here. Thank you for having me. And let's start off real quick. Um, what's your first memory? Shit. <laughs> um, I think I was like five and I was in Big Bear. And I remember, so I actually got, it was weird because I got in the newspaper for it. Big, there's not a lot of cool things that happen in Big Bear, and this was also not a cool thing that happened. <laughs> but I was like, I just remember. You got on the paper, though. <laughs> I was, um, I was like waiting for my mom and my brother. My dad and I were outside, and I remember just like I started like f- like making a line of rocks, mm. and like <laughs> by color and size, like I started just like organizing, just a, organizing bunch a bunch of rocks, and like my I have like a picture of it from when I was a kid, Yo. and like. <laughs> It's so funny because it's just like it's like and I remember like looking around and all these people were just staring at me. Yeah. And I'm just like <laughs> at the end I just built a weird tower out of like sticks and rocks and then I just walked away. And everyone was just like what? <laughs> I remember that though. I don't know why. Yeah. Like I just remember being so confused and being like, why are all these people looking? <laughs> You're just like, I'm just organizing rocks. Like, yeah, I was why? just bored. Like, and it really was like really big. So that's why people were like, what is this child doing? How long did it take you to make? Uh, I don't remember. I don't, in my mind, it was probably like a day, but like reality, it was probably like 10 minutes. So. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> random. You were, that's, is that like the earliest memory you got? <laughs> that's the one I could think of. That's a fantastic yeah. fresh memory. <laughs> what a hell of a time for your brain to start like booting up. <laughs> Like, I need to organize these rocks. It's funny because it's I didn't even speak English at that time. And really? like, yeah, and then I was just like, I could do this, but I couldn't really form a sentence. <laughs> what? So, did you have another language? Yeah, my mom. So, we, my, I'm half Japanese and half white, and um, we, my family lived in Japan before we went to America. Oh, really? So, my brother was born in Tokyo and lived there for like five years, and then, like, right before I was born, they moved to Jersey. So I was actually born in Jersey. My mom stayed at home. And so, like, my first words and everything were in Japanese. I spoke Japanese pretty fluently. Yeah. And then we moved to California, where I grew up, um, when I was, like, three-ish or four. Like, yeah, like, two or three. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was speaking, like, you know, Japanese and stuff. But then um, they tried to teach me English. And I fell into this thing called severe speech delay. And basically it's, like, um, I, like, lost both languages kind oh, of a thing. Really? Spoke gibberish. Like, White people thought I was speaking Japanese, and Japanese people thought I was speaking English. So, like, but it was just my mom. My mom called it uh, Julie English. So it was like I was like, either like new or like I just spoke gibberish until like about when I got into kindergarten was when I started going like speech therapy and like learning English and stuff. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and here you're a poet for the people that don't know. She's a poet. Oh yeah. So, so there's uh there's that. You're a writer. Um, uh, let's go back to that though. That's a that's random. What what was it? Was it the moving or was it just the, the different I, languages? Did you? I don't know because I mean that's the thing is like my brother grew up in Japan right. and he went to international school so he went um, and spoke both languages and he speaks mm. Japanese so like very like he has a lot more closer to Japanese language than I do because mm. I actually like started kind of denouncing it when I was younger. Rebel. 
just because like I was like yeah kids are kids are mean kids are really mean yeah, and like assholes. you know like I'm the one like Asian kid in a class full of white people and one other black kid and like one Mexican yeah. so it's like yeah. I was in that kind of a setting so like kids would always like make fun of me for having a weird way of talking and that's what really made me want to write is because like I mean mm. when I was a kid like writing is something that like you don't have to hear right of course you know what I mean so like that was something that when I got older I kept writing more and like mm. I'll do little journals and like when I was in seventh grade, I was super emo, so <laughs> I, I had all the emo sad poetry. Nobody understands the darkness of my soul. Oh, I found my I found my emo poetry notebook. It was uh, oh. one of those composition notebooks, but I put uh, duct tape on the top. Oh, really? Yeah, I was one of those kids. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, that's a uh, writing really helped me through. Like basically, it's not necessarily like what I want to express. It's it's more just trying to explain the things I don't understand. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do in, like, normal conversation. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, you, you're, you like, explaining to yourself certain topics? Is Like, you're trying to think it out on paper? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. that's what I like to see. Because it's, like, when, when it comes to also, too, um, being, like, a person of color and a queer person, mm. um, you know, we're, we're so often we have to, like, talk about those issues. Like, people mm. want to read poetry of the our experiences from being a person of color from being a queer person whatever or being a femme person what is that you know like they want they want like to to see that and to read that but like that's something that i live every day right and i understand what <laughs> life is and i understand the experiences that i have with this so there's no mm -hmm. kind of reason to like write about it for me it's not something i don't understand it's where you live in yeah exactly like there's nothing new to write about this man. <laughs> it's just like it's like trying to explain water to a fish Exactly. I got it. I got it. That's cool. When, when, so like, so when did you start? So you started writing really young then, right? I mean, I didn't consider myself, or like, I didn't consider myself a writer until I actually got into college for creative writing. Oh. But I remember exactly when I started writing, like I wanted to be a writer, was huh. when I was like 16. And I wrote a short story on my Tumblr page. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good old Tumblr. <laughs> and um, I remember I would write all the time, like little like stories and stuff like that. And I posted mm -hmm. it one time. And then, like, 20 minutes later, like, my homegirl hit me up on AIM, which I don't know if I'm, like, dated for using AIM in high school or, like, it was a thing you know, still. Like, dial-up? Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's, like, I was just dated and, hey, all, like, we all use that, but. You're cool. Don't worry. I didn't get internet access until I was, like, I don't know, like, good 16, <laughs> 17. It was a good while until I got, like, modern-day internet yeah. access, so you're good. <laughs> but, yeah, she uh, she hit me up, and she was, like, what, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, do you not like it? And she's like, no, like, this is good. Like, this is what you need to do. So then from nice. there, I started, like, getting, I was always in, like, the the only classes I ever excelled in were English. Um, and, great. like, yeah, like, all, all my, for me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was better at math. Uh, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, I love mathematics. Fuck <laughs> that shit now. Um, keep going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, like, I always did really well in English, and like my teachers, mm. I remember my sophomore year of high school was really hard for me, mm. and like I remember being in the guidance counselor, and my guidance counselor was like, "You want to do honors English? Why? Like you're doing terrible in this class." Like and I was like, "Cause I always have been in honors English. I've always been like in the advanced English." Mm. And my teacher actually heard this, and she like came into the room, and she's like, "Julia, just doesn't turn anything in on time." <laughs> like. <laughs> It's not that she's bad. It's that like they don't put it in the right uh, put it in the right time. I always was a day late because I never knew when anything was due. Oh. So I found out on the due date, and yeah. then after it was oh. the next day. All right, I had to I had to finish already. Like, but yeah, she always my bad. yeah. She, this teacher, she was always like, 
you know, encouraged me. She was like, this is a writer. Like, she's a good writer. She has this. Like, she'll do fine. That's awesome. Yeah. So then my junior year is when I got more serious into writing and, mm -hmm. you know, trying to, like, be the kind of, like, like English head. Like, I'm like, I know. I've read Hemingway. I'm cool kind of thing. Mm, right, but, right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So then, and then what? Junior years when you decided and then you went into college? Yeah, well, I mean, and I... This is, are you still in California in high school, is that? Yeah, this is in California in high school. And why, so you came to the U of A? Is that... Is so that, <laughs> that... There's no correlation. I mean, I got lucky with the program that's here. Because okay. I actually... So usually most everybody in my high school, like my brother did this, like everyone I knew did this, where we did community college for two years and then you transferred. Uh, that was right, like a very right. normal thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it is a normal thing to do, yeah. but... Um, I remember <laughs> I met this girl on Tumblr, actually. <laughs> I was on Tumblr a lot when I was in high school. I get it. I understand. But uh, she was like, <laughs> uh, you know, I was like flirting with her, and she was like, you should go to the U of A. And I was like, what's a UA? Because <laughs> I was in the bubble. Like, I only knew, like, UC or CSU. Right, you know what I mean? Right, So I was like, what, what's a UA? And she was like, University of Arizona. And mm -hmm. so I remember, like, I filled out the application. Yeah. And then my mom, like, I didn't fill out any other applications. Like, I did halfway, and then I just stopped. Cause I was like, I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to the, the community college, like near my house. So right. I was the plan, and she like came to me one time. She like tricked me. She was like, you got in, and I was like, what? She's like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, you need to <laughs> fill out the rest of the, do the transcripts. Your mom did that. Yeah, my mom. Your mom's a G. <laughs> I really didn't do well in high school. I didn't even take SAT or ACT or any of that. Really? Yeah, I just had like, I I went through the transcripts, that personal recommendations, and. Wow. Um, like a portfolio, I think. I don't remember if I did a portfolio for creative writing, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, I got in and I was just like, this is the only school I technically applied to. Wow. So I like begged my mom because she was like, this is going to be so much money. I was like, but yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. And then I lucked out. Like U of A has one of the best creative writing programs. And like, really? yeah, like we have, I think it's like the second or third largest poetry center. In the country wow i didn't know that yeah it's a beautiful place and yeah, like i've seen it it's, yeah it's pretty cool and um yeah all the teachers and like ever since i've been here i mean it was a struggle at first mm. you know because yeah. i wasn't doing what i wanted to do they were like make you do like two years of gen eds that i'm not good at so yeah. <laughs> it was just shit. like high school again right yeah just but force-fitting you things that you don't really get, get like give a shit about exactly um okay so. <laughs> Good for you for getting past the gen eds, I'm assuming, right? Huh? Did you get past the gen eds? Yeah, I got. I got, just graduated actually two months ago. So a stronger person. Than me. <laughs> Much more stronger. Uh, how was it? How was the whole process? And like, was it? Did, um, did you enjoy learning creative writing and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, some of the classes are hard in the sense of like getting direction and trying to figure out when I didn't have a voice necessarily. Mm -hmm. And, and those of you don't know what voice means in poetry, it's basically just like um, your style and who you are in your writing. Mm. Um, so that's something I, I didn't really have. I kind of like when I started my creative writing courses, it was very much like um, like Poetry 101 where I talked about like very abstract things. I was like the moon and the sun, right. they were lovers and you know, like right, right, right. <laughs> they, they were like, away from each other like things like that where it's like you know it's just very like simple stuff and, right. and very just abstract concepts that like somebody was just like this is bad <laughs> I was like I feel like I'm perpetually stuck in that stage <laughs> <laughs> I mean it works for some people and but it just right. was not working for me and okay. then I realized once I started I re I'm like 
why am I using like thesaurus.com for every other word in my poetry? Mm. Like, why am I pushing myself to use these like big words right. when that's not who I am? Like, I'm a very simple speaker. Like, I've always been, you know, like pretty straightforward. Yeah, like I like being straightforward, and I like having that kind of like. And I think there's a beauty in being straightforward in poetry. Oh, yeah. I feel like too many people are trying to make us guess what they're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. sometimes I'm just like, I just want to say it. Like, say it. Yeah. I mean, that's how you should do it, right? I mean, personally, I've always felt that way. I mean, when I wrote personally, I was mm. like, I tried to get to the point as quick as possible. Yeah. My poems aren't too long, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I have like one of these. I remember the first poem I ever read at a uh, Words on the Avenue. Is the that is that the first time you ever read in public like that? Yeah, that was the first time I ever read wow. anything. I remember I, I had a poem that it took me like eight months to write, mm -hmm. and <laughs> it's four lines, and like <laughs> it's yeah it's so short. But I kept going back to it, and I would like tinker with it and like mess with it all the time. Yeah. And it was it's the only love poem that I'll ever have. Mm. Um, it's not like a super like it's hard to read as a love poem, but like for okay. me it's a love poem. Okay. And um, it makes it a love poem. Like, yeah, that makes it real cool. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> that makes it real cool. It makes my curiosity's peaked. Keep going. But yeah, I remember just like being up there and like, and like looking at the tree and like the lights and stuff. And I'm just like, I felt like I blacked out. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, and I just get off and I'm like, oh my god. And then like, uh, Teray, um, who I ended up you know working so close with. Right. Um, they were just like, I remember they were just like like reading back my poem and like mm. man this shit's good and then afterwards i was like yo if you ever need help i'm here and they're like we're okay thanks though and then like a couple months later they ended up hitting me up that's and, awesome yeah so how long how, so how long were you working with uh words on the avenue in that that collective um we i've been working with them since like november 2016 15 16 20, 2016, I think. 2016. Yeah, 2016. Because, okay. yeah, that was a time. So, I mean, I, I ended up going to, like, every single words after that, like, right. first one. Yeah, and sort of don't stop after you Yeah, <laughs> I kind of fell back because I was like, should I let other people do it? But then I was like, no, I want my spot. But um, I, I was that. in this program at, uh, at the U of A called mm -hmm. Writing in the Community where it's, like, a nine-week program. And at first it's, like, a couple, like, two months, two, three months of classes. Mm -hmm. And it teaches you how to teach, basically. And so the nine-week program was... Uh, getting like us as students getting to teach at elementary and middle schools um, so like I worked at Safford Elementary yeah. I had a few friends worked at Davis and uh, Doolin I think it's called yeah I believe so yeah and like sounds like the middle school yeah there's a couple other schools I think that were in there mm -hmm. but I worked at Safford and that was a, an amazing experience but also a really difficult one because that was around the time I had to I had to teach a class um, uh, the day that tr Trump was elected. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fun. That was... I <laughs> cried. I felt like uh, I just, you know, but Teray ended up coming into one of those classes before we we moved into our own classroom settings where she they came into um, the classroom at the Poetry Center and mm. they, like, you know, like, oh, this is our uh, uh, lesson plan. We're going to do it for you and how I do it with my kids. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. And I ended up getting like, a message from them at some point being like, yo, like, do you want to be a part of it? Like, you're, you're working for Sonora Review, which mm. is the lit mag on campus. Right. Yeah, I was a reader for, and they're like, we want to start a lit mag for Words on the Ave. Yeah, yeah, do you, yeah. you know how to do it? And I'm like, I don't, but I'm like, yeah, sure. I got it. Fake it till you make it. Uh, you know? <laughs> so did it happen? No. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a bit hard just because, like, the way that Words on the Ave is, it's right. an open mic. And to have, we, we kept doing, like, open call-outs. You know, I was yeah. up there being like, yo, like, let's 
talk about like you know um, if you want to post put anything into to writing or into like a book like we're gonna make this stuff and I think I got like three people really yeah only three yeah what? you know I had like lists like I, I would go around and I'm like you know I had like uh, I would be like S put your email and your name if you want to put yeah. something in a book you have, and yeah, it was a good amount of people yeah on there, right? and I emailed all of them and nobody hit me back up Really? Yeah, I had God. three people. Y'all got shy. Yeah, and I was like, I, I get it. Like, mm. it's it took me a while to ever put like post anything into submission and no. stuff. And I only ever do free submissions. And it's 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 a hard thing to like get yourself to do that because it's not only like um, fear of rejection, but it's also like you're you know putting, you're actually putting it in. Yeah, paper. it makes it just kind of more real yeah. what you're doing. In a way, I find it like it's it's, uh, it's like you're killing it because you out there you yeah know, you can't really edit it again if you wanted to yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't, can't do nothing with it it's, it's gone it's forever out there yeah i have one poem that got it. picked up yeah. uh, the first one i ever got picked up uh by this online journal and i'm like kind of sad because i wish i can go back and like do more i feel like i can but i have to look into like the legal stuff of it right but like there's some things i'm like it's not my strongest one but they really wanted it so really yeah uh -huh. yeah did they say why no, they just were like, we. Like, I sent them one. like five and they were like, we only like this one. Yeah. And I was like, really? <laughs> I feel like these other ones are way better, but all right, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> People like what they like. You never know how the crowd went. Like the last poem I ever actually did present at Words on the Avenue. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't think that was going to be a good one. <laughs> and everybody was like, that was great. That was amazing. Yeah. And I was just like, really? I'm like, oh, all right, cool, I guess. I feel like oh, there's like this really good comic that's like uh, like every artist. And it's like art. Uh, it's like it's like finished art. And then the artist goes like, not done yet. And then they just mess it up. I'm like, that's me. Like all the time. I'm like going back. I'm like, well, I could add a period here or something. Right. Like, you know, right. but uh, yeah, that, that's the one thing about publishing that's kind of sucks that's like you can't really go back how is your uh how is your writing process how do you get started how do you sit down and 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 make up a poem i think a lot of it is in the moment mm. um i remember the one i have that's like the most re or i mean i only have two things published but the one that got like published in uh forklift ohio um, I remember sitting in an English class that I is not a poetry class that I was just like on my keyboard and I just started typing it kind of a thing where I just had the first few lines like immediately ready and I just started doing it and I kept like I basically just like to kind of put as much as possible on a page wow. see where what I come up with and mm -hmm. if I like it the next day then you know I continue like tinkering with it yeah typed it? yeah wow I don't know, I wouldn't be able to do that. You can't type? No, I can't type really? like that. No, no, no. Like, like for, maybe it's my own fault because yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, type literal. Like, mm. I, I, I've never really learned how to type really well. Mm -hmm. So that probably not doesn't help the flow. Yeah. Um, yeah, most of the things are handwritten that I ever write. See, I can't do handwritten because uh, I have really terrible handwriting. Oh, mine so, is shit. Like, like, I, like, I look back, I'm like, what did I just write? Mine is entire <laughs> shit. So, like, yeah, it's, uh, it comes with a price. But uh, I can read most of my poems. Plus, uh, you know, uh, the computer has a spell check, so that's that saved me because I've looked also true. dumb. <laughs> I'm mean, such a bad speller. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. Like, I'll, I, I've, I've gone through and, like, because for me, it's sort of the same way. Like, I'll sit and, like, and there'll be just a moment where I just start writing. Yeah. And I'll write down a word and I'll be like, that's not how you spell it. I'm going to keep going. But I know what it is <laughs> and I'll just keep going. Like I'm gonna read it anyways. Nobody's gonna else read it. If they yeah. have to read it, they'll probably ask me whatever. That that's, that's that's cool though. So it's like it's more just depending on the moment. 
Yeah, I mean, like, there's um, the thing that I read at uh, the Owls Club Poetry Night that I did mm. uh, last Wednesday. Yeah. I had, um, it's this poem, it's not necessarily a poem, it's like a long, it's like I consider it an, an essay or a lyric essay, just being like, these are a bunch of notes on my phone. Right. You know, that I, I write down a lot of one-liners. And, like, I like everything that I said was actually, like, on my phone since, I think, 2015. Like, my notes have saved since then. So right. I I do this a lot where, like, if I, like, and it's it's really bad because if I write in my notes, I'm never going to use it. But if I write it in a Word document, like, that's, that'll be fine. I can come back to it. Right. I don't know what it is. But a lot of times where it's, like, I just, I have really weird things just, like, written all over. <laughs> I, think, I think my problem is that, like, whenever... I don't have enough time, I guess, or if I'm not like just sitting down able to just write, mm -hmm. you know, if it comes to me, then I'll just like open up a journal and it just says like disjointed on a page and like nothing else. And I'm like, why did I write that? That's what, awesome. What's the point of that? <laughs> it's like you're doing it like like future Julia's not gonna have a clue. <laughs> That's what I mean like, behind and everything. drunk Julia likes to do that for sober Julia a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see my Snapchat, I'm like, cool things. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna delete that real quick. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Oh yeah, that's a, that happens a lot. Um, oh, I had a question for you. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um, how is how many times have you done the Owls Club poetry? It is now. We've just finished our fourth one. Okay. Um, I had three of them, and then I took a break because so like yeah, last semester I graduated and I was taking. Thank you. Um. I was uh, taking like 20 units and I had three internships, uh, my job on the weekends, and also oh like volunteer God. things I was doing. I was just like stressed yeah. a lot. When like, were you sleeping? Never. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like for two to three hours a night kind of oh, a thing. Oh, God, no. Yeah, and like I was like even at a point where it's like, I mean. Good for you. Thank you. Fuck that. Fuck all that. It was because like, I mean, like I, I was basically enrolled in school since uh, fall of 2016. Mm. I never stopped. So, because, like, it was like, fall, spring, summer, and then fall again. Really? Yeah, because I had fall 2016, I had 16 units or 17 units. And then spring, I had 15. And then summer, I had 12 or 14. And then the uh, uh, the last fall, you I had You just 20. wanted to get over with it, didn't I you? just, like, because, I mean, I was actually, like, yeah, I was really behind. And, mm. like, uh, I think it took me about, I mean, including the summer, it took me about, like, five years, you know, of, yeah. of school. But it was, like, four and a half based on the semesters. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's that that time in my life was just like so stressful, and it was one of the worst ones I had because I had like health problems mm -hmm. and I had just like too much responsibility at one yeah, moment. Homie, you're trying to lift up the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I need to I need to take a break. Like I I remember being talking about self care at the the not this one last week but the one before that mm. and I'm like talking about self-care but I've had like three hours of sleep I'm just like cracked out like I'm like yeah we should take care of ourselves and like not do too much and there's clearly a disconnect here yeah people were just like are you okay and I'm like I'm fine I mean I'm talking about self-care but I'm not taking care of myself <laughs> but you know that like that made me realize I'm like you know I want to put everything I, I want like I can into this like of I course. want to be serious and I want to you know be a be a night that's not gonna be half-ass like I want a full asses and you know, like Respect. that's I was like, I'm just taking a break because I can't do this right now. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It was a smart decision on your part. <laughs> yeah. Was a very smart decision. <laughs> how, how consistent are you hoping the, the Owls Club uh, poetry meetup being? I'm trying to make it monthly. monthly. Um, yeah, because I mean, I haven't really set a date for the next month. I know I want it next month. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's something really new to me because I've never, for one, organized my own event before. Right. It right. was kind of like I always start off whenever I talk about at the beginning of an. Uh, 
of the Owls Club night, I always read a poem mm -hmm. of my own, and then I like, you know, have a little monologue. And I like to talk about, you know, the fact that like, I started this night because I wanted to, like that was it. But then I realized, I'm like, oh, I can make something out of this. And, right. you know, I pushed it to be what it is now and having it POC exclusive and, mm -hmm. but not forcing those who read to talk about being POC or whatever minority, right. you know, they can talk about, like for me personally, I talk about yelling at the moon a lot and that's a lot of my poems. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I just yell into reality most of the time. <laughs> it's cool that you directed to the moon. Yeah. Um, I do like the style of the of the Alice Club meetup. Uh, I think that's very cool. Did you do you feel like you've learned? You have a lot of, you have a good amount of experience because of working with Words on the Avenue as much as you did. Yes and no. Oh man. Because like. <laughs> um, Honest answers. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I, I mean, I've had experience, but I'm not the one that's setting all this up. You know, Liar. I was just more or less there, Surrounded. you know, like helping out. Like we did try me hosting and then we ultimately decided it would be best to take hiatus. Um, mm. But that was something that like I wasn't the one, you know, booking people. I wasn't the one that was uh, right. coordinating with right. Passe. Like that was mainly Tere. Right. And that's something I can't take credit for. Shout but out to like, yeah, shout outs. But um, Tere and I, like I talked to them about. Um, Owl's Club and I'm like I don't want this necessarily to be in other words yeah like right. a reproduction but I, I want this to be my own but I'm also like you know taking a lot from how we've set this up and Trey is just like what are you talking about like oh. it's open <laughs> do what crazy. you want yeah <laughs> and that's like what really pushed me and something that like they've yeah. always been telling me like every time and it's weird because it's like I've always looked up to them as you know somebody who's guided me a lot like if, if it wasn't for Trey I wouldn't have a lot of opportunities that I do now but they've also just made me realize too that it's not just I'm not like banking on other people to do this for me that I have worked hard and right. you know someone like this in the power position that they have like you know letting me know that you're what you're doing is good and like what you're doing is like right for you right. you know that's something that's like made me like confident and also um you know just proud of myself of like course. I haven't really been proud of myself throughout most of my life and like the past year or so it's like Damn. I'm cool. I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Do you, do you, uh, do you have um, do you have other plans, other ideas that you got in mind involving poetry or involving writing in some way, shape, or form? Um. Well, I've tried to start a writing workshop with mm. some friends and stuff, and then I posted it up online, and a bunch of people were like, "Start a group page," and then I did, and then nobody showed up kind of a thing but something I do want to do engagement at? I know God. it's just like we're all busy but we're all also all flakes because it's like don't get me wrong there's been some times where I'm like man I can't do it tonight and I'm just sitting at home like eating popcorn or something watching TV you know I'm like I'd much rather be in my sweatpants than going out right now Come on. but um <laughs> you know like it's the past year or so I've learned to just take every opportunity I can so if it's ever reading or teaching um, and just workshopping and editing people's work um, that's something for me that I really liked I've been trying to find um, actually my manager at Owls found me the immigrant scholarship hustle program that I did in February which was uh, we were reviewing DACA students in high school and um, there's like a few out of uh, high school like older but they're DACA uh, DACA students who wanted to go to college and we edited their essays and worked with them one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. so that was something that like I was like I feel like good like I'm not only just like doing something helpful but I'm also utilizing what I've learned and like what I want to be doing in the future too and 
um, and for a good cause, like things like that. Like that's something that I would like to do again or anything of that nature, just being able to write or edit or just help somebody else's writing. Nothing really set in stone right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, to anybody who's hearing, she's willing to edit. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a call, guys. I'll edit your college essays for 30 bucks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> That's cool. Like, do you, what, do you, what do you find inspiration? That's a hard one. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think I'm really into, I'm really into mundane. Like the like, mm. I know it's, that's like a weird thing to explain. The normal. I'm really into normal and like understanding the normal because I think that the, the ever state. Yeah. Right. Because it's like yeah, like there are like crazy things that happen to me. Like yeah. even today, like, yeah, like that today. that post uh, at the post office, somebody like screaming, "I want a chair!" and then sat down on the floor <laughs> and refused to leave until they called the cops. And I was like, "Man, I just want to mail my package." <laughs> but you know, like things like that where. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, I could write about that, but also too, like I don't need to write about that. Like, I don't need to explain that or understand that. But like, there are certain things that's like, I really like it when you notice something that's always been there, mm. and that's when you start to like kind of get really stu- like right. zoomed zoomed in on so it. When like you sink into the moment. Yeah, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, and also very like, I don't know. I've, I remember writing like it ended up being two pages at first, and I, and I got it down to one. And it was when so I lived in this little duplex. Uh, for about two years and the woman who lived next door to me um, who I shared a wall with she was very old uh, CJ who she uh, when she asked me my name was I said Julia and for a year and a half she called me Janet and then uh, CJ I knew actually before because my friend was the one who lived in the place before I did Mm -hmm. but she said that CJ had cancer and I think she had went into remission Mm -hmm. and unfortunately CJ had passed away yeah and her and her son was there for a while taking care of her and I remember Mm -hmm. Like, he came over and he let me know, like, CJ. And I had to also awkwardly tell him beforehand, like, CJ thinks my name is Janet, but I'm actually Julia. <laughs> you know, but I just, like, she That's passed funny. A, Yeah, and she passed away, and he was like, we're going to donate all the stuff if you want, any of it. And I took, like, this weird, like, tall bookshelf thing, which oh. I still keep because it's like I refuse to get rid of that. Because right. even though I didn't know this person, barely, they, di- they didn't even know my name, but they passed away thinking that the entire time my name was Janet. Yeah. And this really weird moment that, like, like... I've been around death, you know, and I've had a lot of family members around me die and having to go through the grief and mourning, but this was a really weird one where I just didn't know how to feel because it's... Because it was real close, but at yeah, the same time really far yeah, away. Yeah, and I ended up, like, writing about it and being like, wow. you know, like this really weird moment where it's like, and she didn't even know my name. Right. You know? I feel like you... I, I feel, did you present that at words? Yeah, I did read that one time at words. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was like... Uh, I've edited it since I like I just go back so much and I edit. I love editing, but this is fact. I don't do editing at all. Really? Like, yeah, no, no, no. It's a stream of consciousness, and then I leave it there. And I look, I look at it again, then decide if like it's good or it's bad, and then walk out. Walk See, away I'm from such it. an indecisive person that like I mean to make most of my decisions, I flip a coin just to like make the process easier. I understand. But like I understand that very well. When uh when I write too, I'll be feeling some certain way mm. and I'll go back and I'll be, I if I I don't feel that way at all. And it could right. be kind of tough sometimes where it's like my perspective switches so quickly. Right. And I'm just like, "Why did I write it this way?" Like I completely understand. Yeah. <laughs> I completely understand. That's that's it's a it's a the it's like a phrase I think that I'm trying to reach for, but it's it's escaped me. <laughs> Humans are consistent. 
all in all it's, yeah we, we're so ever changing so like to imagine that one poem that we write means the same the next day is probably not except expected. for breakup poems i think those always stay the same oh, they, feeling they stay the same feeling. you know what i mean <laughs> like, you know i never i've never written one so i don't know oh, i've written a few respect <laughs> respect respect. i've dated some shitty people <laughs> enough <laughs> to give me good, like good poetry out of it so at least it gives you good taste afterwards yeah i mean like every <laughs> artist is supposed to like have terrible relationships so they could write about it or make art about it later <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> I don't really want to have that kind of inspiration, <laughs> man. That's not fun. Oh no, trust me, it's not. Uh, it's not by choice. That's um. yeah, also true. It's just like it's just it's like a whirlwind sometimes. <laughs> you don't really have a choice. It sort of falls into it. Yeah. Through that, through that. How, how do you, how do you, um, how do you feel about Tucson? Tucson is so weird to me. And I love it. I mean, I come from a, I come from San Diego, so I'm like in a really big city. That that clip. I'm just gonna take that <laughs> clip. I'm gonna post it just, everywhere. Just do sounds so weird to me. <laughs> yeah, two sounds gonna come after me. Um, uh, no, but it's great because that's something. I remember I moved here and I knew that one girl off a of Tumblr, and we hung out one time, and then we just never talked again. Really? Yeah. Oh. We just didn't hit it off. It's fine. No, but that's reasonable. <laughs> that happens. But um, yeah, I remember being here and not you know, having many friends. And I, I I used to be the person that was so extrovert. I would, like, sneak out, like, every night. Right. Kind of thing. So I was like, I can't be here. Like, I lived in a weird house. Like, my neighborhood was, like, in a canyon, kind of, growing up. Really? Yeah. Okay. So people were like, it's so far. But it really wasn't that far. It's just, like, it was up a hill. People didn't want to go up the hill. So I had to pay people, like, 20 bucks to, like, help me sneak out. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, I, I would go out all the time. But I would feel like if I didn't go out. In Cali? Yeah. Like, if I didn't go out on a Friday or Saturday night, that I was, like, I felt like I'm, like, oh, I'm a loser. I'm nobody. Like, really? Yeah. And then, because oh. I needed, like, people to be around me to feel, okay. you know, there. And, and and then I moved here where I knew nobody. Right. And it got to a point where I just started, I was, like, uh, I moved dorms because I had some problems in my first dorm. Mm. And I moved to the creative arts dorm where I fit in a lot better there. Mm. And, you know, I would walk downtown. I would just walk by myself and yeah. I would like find weird places to do homework or, yeah. you know, just sit there and drink coffee, smoke cigarettes, like, yeah. you know, be a little artsy, like get yeah. a book and be like, wow, I'm so cultured. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like I started like, it was weird because I started making friends with like people, like shop owners and stuff. Awesome. Like all the guys at Moon, like know me by my name in my pack, <laughs> like kind of a thing, which is I guess is not the best, but I mean, hey, there's a consistency there. Yeah, <laughs> it allows for familiarity to grow, so that makes sense. <laughs> but you know, like that was something that helped me kind of reach myself out of my comfort zone, and and to some being this really small community and people being like, oh, how do you know this person? I'm like, how do you know this person? And they're like, that's my girlfriend's cousin's landlord's dog's walker. Right. You know? Uh, <laughs> dog's walker. We know everybody here. Like, and that's something that, like, at first freaked me out. And now I have a love-hate relationship with it because people will be like, you know, in everybody's business. And I'm like, it's like second high school, but you can drink legally, kind uh, of. <laughs> is that how it feels? That's how it feels. Oh at least, goodness. like, after turning 21, I was like, right, right. oh, it's like everybody's, like, gossiping about everybody, but... We can also do it at a bar now, so. Alcohol's <laughs> <laughs> involved. Instead of sitting on a stoop, like, right, you know, we right. can sit up at the bar, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you're the first person to tell me that it's like a high, it's like in high school. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how me and my friends call I've it. I've heard that from, like, like, fucking, like, going to college. Sometimes I've heard that from, like, for college and stuff. Yeah, it's it's actually weird. So I have a, a lot of people from my high school that went to U of A. Really? And I never saw them. <laughs> I saw them like 
Like my freshman year, we saw each other more, but it's weird because it's like so many people from my high school that like it's not like we were ever that close growing mm -hmm. up they were just familiar faces yeah and like we would see each other around but i would like you know me going out to the clubs and whatever not the clubs but like congress and right, stuff right, like right. i never see them or like even being on fourth ave and like university and then like i'll like you know i'll stalk them every so often mm -hmm. and uh and i'm just like y'all just at the retreat or like the the hub like the the college kid apartments and something right. like just stayed in the college god damn and, like, for me, it's, like, I didn't know nobody, and I just right. got, like, way immersed in local scene. And, like, you know, being in Good Tucson makes me feel like doing something for community actually makes an impact. True that, like, right? Yeah, like, being in San Diego and, like, doing community stuff is, one, really hard to figure out how to do. Right. Like, I actually got, I remember when I was 18, I was in San Diego, and um, I was homeless at this time for, like, a couple months mm. and ended up coming back to Tucson. Mm. And um, I was working for a gay rights uh, organization, nonprofit, that was like paying me to be a campus activist. Okay. And they fired me. Oh. Because I didn't make enough money on my second day. What? Yeah. But they were like really angry about it. They were like harass people. Like, we were the people at the mall that were like donate to like, and our campaign at the time was um, getting like trans, uh, trans rights for bathrooms in right. like uh, high schools and middle schools. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, you know, like people would, like, ignorant fucking people being like are you trans and i'm like no but like here like you let's talk about it. like i want you to understand what we're doing and right. stuff and they were just like you're not being aggressive enough i'm like because i'm not like chasing them down what the f what? yeah like, you want to get money you don't want to scare them away like, exactly the and, and so like and even if it was a dollar or whatever it's like i wanted to do something good for like my queer community there and they fired me and i was like you're firing a gay homeless teen and they're like money so that's something where, like, in a big city like that, I didn't feel like I was ever making a difference. I didn't feel like anything that I was doing. It's just a void. Yeah. Because it was too big. Exactly. And, mm. so, and I also felt just, you know, I never fit in the West Coast style. And I never fit right. in, like, any, any phase I went through. Yeah. It, it wasn't me. And I moved here, and I started being myself. And people mm. were attracted to that. And people were just like, this is a weird fucking person. Yeah who talks way too much about poetry and also drinks <laughs> way too much whiskey, but like, <laughs> they're nice and yes. we like that. And that's something like Tucson feels like a community to me. For like sure. Tucson feels like I'm doing something and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm here, I'm visible here. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's okay. my thoughts on Tucson. <laughs> I like that, I like that. It's, it's funny. weird. It's you know? funny that you mentioned that, that you mentioned that the difference between you and like your, your other high school buddies that yeah. came to the U of A. Uh, I, uh, someone I had on the podcast maybe two podcasts ago his name oh, he goes by all trees um, we, t we were talking about like we were talking about Tucson and he's like mm -hmm. yeah it's real great but like we were talking about like the new gentrification that's going on and everything oh, yeah. and how it's all diverted to either students or restaurants and stuff like that and he was like the main problem with the students is the students just stay in the little hub of the university and they don't go out and actually explore mm -hmm. what Tucson is yeah you you, did, you didn't do that you actually went to the, <laughs> the city itself so like you're you were contrary to that um, statement, I guess you could say. Yeah, I actually had to go on campus today because my friend, he's in his last semester right now. Oh, okay. And we had to go pick up some from the art uh, art school. And, like, I was parallel parking and I was backing up. And this kid just like, walks right behind me. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I just, that's the one thing. I'm like, I hate being on that campus because people just don't think, they don't look, they don't walk. And it, that's just my own complaint about it. But it's so insular. Like, yeah, they, they all just stay in the little community of the U of A. 
I was never a person in high school or any school that was like school spirit rep. Like I never wore like my high school colors. I never. I had to go to all the football games, but it was because I was in drumline. We're and the I descendants. Was, we, we, we're yeah. Dissidents. We don't do, you know? we don't do that kind of shit. And so like <laughs> going to the U of A, and I'm like, I see the same people wearing the same things, and I'm like. Like, people are like, I want to be comfortable. I'm like, I am comfortable, like, dressing how I want to dress. Like, nice. it, just because I'm not wearing a U of A sweatshirt and leggings doesn't mean nothing. But yeah, it's just, you know, like, I, I do have pride going to the U of A. And, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy that I was able to graduate. When I was 14, I had, you know, really low standards for myself where I was like, I'm too dumb to get into college. Mm. And, like, at this point now, being 22 and, like, kind of, like, the things that I have accomplished through the college, too, and, like, where I'm at. Yeah, I'm 22. You didn't know that? Holy how old do you think I was? <laughs> you were like at least my age, dude. You ain't my age. You're, you ain't my age whatsoever. That's cool. That's cool. You're not. You're not that much younger than me, but still, like that's respect, though. That's and people respect. usually think I'm 15 if I have my tattoos covered. Oh, so, no, no. You I, know I really mean? thought you were older than me, or at least my age. How old? How old are you? I'm about to be 25 this year. Okay, that's not. Yeah, yeah that's I'm not. Older. Not extremely old. How, wait, how old first? Off, how old did you think I was? Well, like I an thought, exact age? I thought you were like 24, 25 maybe. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I feel like people look at me and they're like, why is this 15-year-old in a bar? Well, see, Who's fake are they using? <laughs> well, see, yeah, but I mean, that's the context they saw you in. My context yeah. is I saw you here performing poetry really eloquently and shit. So I'm just like, well, this person lived a lot. And <laughs> you gave me a vibe that was just like, you were way older than me. Like, I was like, all right, cool, respect, Damn. respect, respect. I'm like, I'm just going to chill in the background. Don't this is, this is the main clip. It's just the rest of the podcast. just how I'm young. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> talk about whatever here it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah i mean like that's something at least to go back to like tucson and college oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, um yeah i was i was always just really weirded out by kind of not necessarily i feel like saying cult following is like a weird way of doing it or like might be too mean no, but like a bit right. of cult following, cult you know following. <laughs> like, there's a lot of cults happening around you just don't you don't realize it i just i've always been like whenever like you know when, like like, I would go on vacation or whatever to any place, whether it's, like, in America or, like, to Japan. And it, and immediately, for some reason, I always would want to be, like, a local there. Like, that was something where it's, like, I don't want to be just a tourist. I want to be a local. I like that. I don't know what it is. I, I know it's, the, like... I have the same mentality. Yeah. Like, when I, if I go somewhere new, I want to know what's happening in yeah. that place. And I want to be almost a part of it. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, because, like, I grew up in a place that is tourists. Like, is for tourists. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I run San Diego Zoo, Babo Park. Right, like, right, things right. like that where I'm, like, that's boring. Like... If you, like, whenever anybody asks me, like, oh, what's fun to do in San Diego? First off, I also moved here when I was 18, so mm. I know all the cool high school things to do. Like, I know all the really cool spots to smoke weed at, but, like, yeah. I don't know a cool bar. Like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> like, you that, know? That's funny. So, like, you got, you got all the cool things from when you were younger. Yeah. So you don't have, like, the adult. Yeah, like, like I grew up here as a, an adult kind of in Tucson. That's funny. And, and that's something where I realized, like, every time I would go back to San Diego, it's like it felt less like home. Right. And, like, here is where, like, I feel like, I am like I'm I'm able to do what I want to do and I know the scenes and stuff but right. really yeah whenever I went to any place I was like I want to know like the weird things to do I want to know the local things to do and so when I moved here this is the first time I ever really moved out of San Diego other than like coming from Jersey when I was a kid right but yeah like I just immediately was like show me all the weird local spots like I want to know like like I knew I like it's funny because like I'll talk shit about people who like depending on what high school they went to and they'd be like, what high school did you go to? And I'm like, I didn't even go to high school here. <laughs> you know? God damn, you went in deep, didn't you? And like, I just made some correlations like, 
Oh, I might make some enemies. I can't say nothing here. <laughs> 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 I've just made some oh. observations on certain people from certain high schools. Oh man, <laughs> you wanna you wanna like lay down the high schools here? Uh, 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 I noticed that uh, uh, Ironwood, the the boys from Ironwood, uh, not good. Oh, that's hilarious. Not any, any, yeah. Ironwood is like Northside. That's right? Northside, yeah. And then yeah. Saguaro is a, it's a hit or miss. Okay. I think Tucson High is most people's pretty cool actually from there. That's I like, right. I like that vibe there. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. but I didn't, I didn't, my my high school is obscure. You probably have no idea where I went to high school. Where'd you go? I went to San Miguel High School. That's San in Miguel. the South Side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's. That one, and then there's like sunshine or something like that. Is there? Sunnyside. Yeah, Sunnyside. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Why do I know? That? I don't even know if, like the high school is where I'm from now. That's it's hilarious. Man, you went in deep. Didn't I you? did. Like I will become a local, and I did. I mean, like I've been stuck, uh, pricked by cactus before. Oh, have you? And uh, yeah, that's a, my my thing. I haven't gotten drunk and fallen a cactus before. I feel like that's like a true Arizona thing, is like once you got drunk and no, just fell on a cactus. No, that's a <laughs> Everyone I know has gotten drunk and fallen. That's a, that's a stupid Arizona thing. I, no. Doesn't mean it's not an Arizona thing. <laughs> uh, don't be falling on cactus, guys, come on. Yeah, don't do it, it's not come fun. On. We've lived around them all our lives, There's no reason. I know so many saguaro facts now though, and I get mad whenever somebody calls us saguaro. I get mad now. Sawaro. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know facts about them. Really? Yeah. I, I, you probably know more than me then. Um, one give, is. Give me some. Okay, so there's a uh, one I actually learned recently. Um, so when Sawaro have like the uh, the arms going down, yeah. it's because when they like it gets too cold and it freezes, oh. it like goes down. But then when it tries to thaw out, it can't thaw all the way. So only this part, like the elbow, let's say, like freezes and then it just grows down. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's why. It, so it grows yeah. up. But it naturally goes up, but then if it gets but frozen, if it gets frozen, it'll like fall down, and then once it thaws out, it starts just growing again. But it'll, but it'll just grow down. Oh wow! Or whatever direction it's like in. It, it yeah. Bends in? Yeah. What? Right? That's cool. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Swirl facts. Um, um, do you have another one? Uh, yeah. It takes I think like seventy to eighty years to grow a full oh, arm full on a sorrow. Yeah, I got that um, one. I know that one. Yeah. I, I thought it was actually 100, but I right, cool. Is it 100? I, I thought got, it was 70. I, I thought it was 100, but man, I might be wrong. I mean, like, we can be in the middle and say, like, 85. <laughs> True that. There you go. <laughs> Compromise achieved. Like, 90. <laughs> Compromise achieved. We civil here. That's what we are. <laughs> ah, that's cool. That's cool. That, good for you. I mean, I, 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 I guess. I, you, you, I just went in too deep. You I'm like, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to move out someday. And people would be like, where are you from? Like, Tucson, uh, San Diego. <laughs> Cool. You, you can just tell them Tucson, Arizona. Tucson. Where, where you from, homie? <laughs> like, like, nowhere. It doesn't matter where you're from. <laughs> I have alien plants where I'm from. They break you. <laughs> nah, that's, that's the truth. I always found it so strange living in the desert and having the type of plants that we have. Mostly since yeah. they're not broadcasted in like, like, me, like, like big media sources like movies and yeah. TV shows and shit. Well, it's funny because it's like, I mean, I grew up in a, in a canyon basically. Mm-hmm. And, um,. So I'm like, I'm well aware of like scorpions and coyotes and rattlesnakes and stuff. But then like javelinas were like a new thing for me. Because oh. <laughs> when I was a kid, we used to chase coyotes around. Really? Because they won't do anything. <laughs> Maybe to a small animal, but not to me. I would just right. like get real big and just like chase around my neighborhood. But um, yeah, I remember so <laughs> when I first moved here, my mom <laughs> told me. <laughs> that uh don't stand too close to cactus because they'll shoot spikes at you 
and I believed it <laughs> for like two months <laughs> and I was walking on campus and I'm like really like on the edge of the sidewalk like furthest away from the cactus my friend's yeah. like what do you like why do you do that yeah, like yeah. whenever we walk past this way and I was like what do you mean she's like you always stand like on the street and then get back on and I was like oh because there's like a bunch of cactus that shoot spikes at you and she's like who told you that I'm like my mom and then Amelia I was like she's fucking with me she's fucking with me, fucking with me. <laughs> I even I was like, you were trying to fuck with me. She's like, no, I swear they do that. I was like, no, you're lying. No, no, she's, she probably really did believe that. I don't know. I she honestly knows. know my mom. I don't know. Really? I can't tell if she was is like. It, is your mom that much of a trickster? Not really. I mean, like, I don't know. It's our, our humor is really different. Because I grew up with Japanese humor, which is way different. How is that? How is that different? Um, so one of my favorite shows growing up was, is called Crayon Shinchan, or for more American listeners, uh, Crayon Shinchan. Okay. There's that. Right. Um, and it's about this five-year-old boy. Watch it. It's really funny, but it's about this five-year-old boy mm-hmm. who uh, draws like an elephant around his dick and like r- runs around and like obsessed with boobs, really? you know, and like sex isn't a taboo there. So like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. these gross things, talking about like poop and pee or whatever. Right. Uh, one of my favorite oh. is that um, there's like this movie special and the bad guy's name is Unkokusai and it's not necessarily a word but Unko in Japanese means like shit and kusai is like oh. the word for like, smelling oh. so his name was literally just smelly poop shit smell yeah and like have you ever seen a Japanese game show like that they're, shit's hilarious you know they're weird they're so funny but like that's the thing is that like they're weird but at the same time it's just like that's just funny like, he was undeniably funny. People were like, that's weird. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, look at the sitcom, like, funny, like, hilarious stuff on TV in America. Right? But, like, anytime <laughs> I'm watching. I laugh at, I laugh at stand-up comedy and, and the shit that my homies say. Yeah. But, but, but. You know, it's not that. Like, it's not pushing it, really. But, like, this no, stuff is normal. I know. It's normalized for you. So, yeah. it is funny. You get yeah. the humor. I don't. I, 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 I've, so, like, seen, yeah. I've seen a bit of it. But, um. Yeah, it seems it's really strange. Yeah, like me and my <laughs> really mom like strange. will like say like it's it's funny too because I realized this way later that like maybe just me and my mom are more vulgar, but like respect. <laughs> Always be vulgar. My mom is like Always she, be she was telling me she when she was a kid she was like she was the one weird person who like listened to like uh, Rolling Stones and Doors and like Led Zeppelin like yes, little rocker yes, kind cool. of a thing and. Um, yeah, and that, that's how I was growing up, too. I was always, like, that weird, like, emo, like, yeah, yeah. into alt stuff. I'm different. And um, I'm super different. <laughs> I'm still in that phase where it's like, Mom, this isn't a phase. It's who I am. Like, that phase. I'm still in that phase. <laughs> but, yeah, like, no, she and I will, like, um, like, we say, like, aho, which means, like, like stupid, right? Aho. 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 Yeah, that means, like, stupid. That's so funny. That's, and, that's like, garlic in Spanish. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, seeing, like, aho way. And, ah. like... <laughs> I started laughing because I was like, someone's like, yeah, you gotta, uh, gotta go to uh, Ahoy. And I was like, stupid way. That means stupid. <laughs> but like, that's what like me and my mom call each other. But then in, in like, and so we're uh, like, also where we're from to Osaka, it's like Kansai Ben is like a little bit more. It's like, my friend told, uh, describes it as like the New York of Japan because it's a lot more like aggressive in that way. Oh, of, really? like, I mean, it's still super polite. Like, I mean, yeah. Japanese polite is like, way up here Americans down here yeah, so like yeah. it seems still really proper but like the way that like you know speaking to each other and stuff yeah, like that yeah, it's yeah. a lot more loose than most other places yeah. but the word baka which also means stupid like that's something I wouldn't call my mom but I'd be comfortable calling my mom a yeah. and then I found out that it's actually a switch to everywhere else 
Like people ca like casually call each other baka, but like a hole is like a huge no no word. Oh really? Yeah. So like things like that where it's like me and my mom will just like say really fucked up shit to each other in Japanese, but it's like funny for us. But yeah. then everywhere else they're like, just like oh my you would God. talk to your mom like that, and I was like, she told me, like she called me that, you know? It's not That's my amazing. fault. Uh, <laughs> I think they're about to start an event here. How much? How, how far we got? Oh, we're good. Um. Thank you. Yeah, this that has been great. fun. Um, Sorry, I derailed a little no, bit. No, no, that's that was a that was a perfect podcast in my opinion. Do you wanna um, tell the leave the leave the people with like last words or, and if not, you can just tell them where to find you on social media. Yeah, I mean, um, you can find me uh, on Facebook at Julia Kinu. Uh, for my poetry nights at Owls Club Poetry Night, there we prioritize POC poets, so that means basically just. All you're required is to be a person of color. And if you fit that criteria, you can find me on Facebook at Julia Kinu. Uh, Instagram is see less often, or you can also type in Julia Kinu. You can find me there as well. Um, or the Owls Club Facebook, if you want to just keep track of our events as well. Um, I am the manager there, so if you want to talk about, you know, being a part of Poetry Night, having something to say, uh, just find me, hit me up, and we can work something out. Beautiful. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you again. Thank you. Uh, catch you in the next one, guys. So who would have thought that Aho way meant stupid way? That shit's hilarious. Mm. I wonder if like, if there's any connection or if there's any Mexicans that go to Japan and hear Aho and they're like, you got some garlic? Like, do I smell like garlic? You know, they, they get referred to as stupid, but they don't know. I wonder if that happens. I <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed the conversation, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Um, speaking of them. Um, you know, since Julia does this uh, Owls Club Poetry Night, I am, I've been invited to present. Uh, the next one is from what she told me, which is liable to being changed because I just found this out. But I'm going to say it now. It's March 27th. Um, I'm assuming around, I don't know the time. I'll mention the time later, but I know that the date is March 27th. It's a Tuesday night. Um, it's usually how the night Owls Club, check it out, check it out if you want to see me um, perform some poetry because I write. <laughs> I'll probably be um, performing some of the poetry that I'll be, be for sure. For, I can't speak. That I'll be for sure presenting at um, the uh, Barrio Nita Barrio Stories event that's happening April 20th and April 21st. If you're interested, if not, I, I get it. It's cool. Um, again, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe, give me a review, all the things that you can do. I don't know what you, I don't really know what you can do, but yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, go check out my YouTube channel, Happy Greg. Subscribe to that. Give me some likes. Give me some comments. Yell at me. I don't care. Anything. Anything is great. Just just give me some engagement. That'll be phenomenal. <laughs> uh, I'll love. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>